Welcome to the Album Club with your hosts, Chris, Will, Ben, and Jack. Gonna listen to an album and make our mind up, make our mind. Gonna talk for maybe an hour about what we think is actual sound. Discuss our thoughts and critiques and bands, but mainly hear some new ones. We're talking and tangents and talking another tangent. Who's trying to pick the sound that we'll talk about next week around, but mostly a fun time. Just friends and music. Hello, and welcome to The Album Club, a podcast where, like a book club, we discuss a different music album that one of us has selected. Each week we rotate, leading as the main host and picking the album, topics and questions to discuss throughout the episode. I'm Will, your host for this week. And this week, I've selected Late's uh, Pocket Watch. Uh, Sorry, I'm reading off the script for 10cc's, the original (laughs) soundtrack. So um, we are now here joined with Ben White, Chris McDonnell, and Jack Zissel. I am 10CC. I repeat again, we are listening to Late's Pocket Watch. Hey. Hi, everybody. How's it going? I'm good. Hi, well. How are you? How are you? I'm pretty sweaty, but aside from that, mm. I'm pretty good. <laughs> I, I was at the gym and like they started doing a class, so the workout area for bodyweight stuff just got shut off whilst other people did that, so I had to finish what I was doing there, come home, and then in the room at the top of the house with very little ventilation, just do a bunch of push-ups. And so now I'm a little bit, like, warm. But aside from that, pretty good. Had a good day. I had my first day back at work today because I had a few days off last week. And every time, that sucks. Just every time, (laughs) I just reconsider my life choices. When you go back, you're like, is this it? Is this what I'm doing? (laughs) Is this really what I want to be doing right now? (laughs) What's this work bullshit that we got to (laughs) do? But yeah, quickly it's, Google's it's age good. of retirement again. <laughs> it just keeps like, twenty seven. I keep right? getting older, and it keeps staying at that same amount of time away. A minute from now. Yeah. No, it's been good. How's everyone else? How's everyone else's week um, been? Good. Yesterday, I went to a Thai place with. I don't know if he is friend of the podcast, Matthew Hayes, but he's he's my friend, so that counts. <laughs> I, I would consider I like him an honor. If no one thinks he's a friend of the podcast, he's my friend of the podcast. I enjoy Matthew. I'm Hayes. Matt. Hi, Matt, Hi, friend Matt. of the podcast. This will be the Hi. test. <laughs> yeah, Say so something yeah. really weird that if he's listened to the podcast, he'll definitely acknowledge next time he sees us. Hey, Matt, I I had a song with a band that's called Enter the Haze, and it's about you. I'll do it. Um, yeah, so anyway, yesterday we went for a tie, and I had a tie a few days earlier as well, and it wasn't spicy at all, despite them saying it was going to be spicy. So I would just kind mm. of turn to the waiter and was like, right, this thing says it's spicy make it spicy and he was like are you sure and i was like yes <laughs> and he's like are you really sure i was like yeah, yeah yeah i could i can take it he was like okay so i basically <laughs> asked the time the time waiter to essentially fuck me up found. and um he did he did do that excellent Good. excellent because um, we had a few drinks in the afternoon as well and then um i got home after consuming the hottest Thai and probably the hottest thing I've ever eaten. Nice. And I just felt like I was so drunk. <laughs> but I'd had like three pints. So I did I wasn't drunk. I just felt like I was smashed. It was it was Spice it was something. Drunk. Yeah. I've never Spice had that. Drunk. I was just like delirious basically. I've heard that that's a thing. Damn I've good never Thai experienced though. it. Damn yeah. good Thai. 
Yeah, you actually hallucinated the entire thing. You were at a kebab shop in Blackpool. <laughs> but I did finish the tie. But I didn't. But get it to was gloat. very spicy. Yeah. Oh yeah, it was. It was ridiculous. I didn't get to yeah. gloat to the waiter though, because numerous times he was walking past our table, just like giving me side eye, being like, "Yeah, this this white boy is gonna die." <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I made it, and I was only slightly dead the evening and the morning hey, after. You, so. You've just reminded me. I may have given myself some minor food poisoning on the weekend. <laughs> Again! Again, it keeps happening. Stop I just it. don't know how that keeps happening. Who is Whose fault is this? So I I went and did a big old exercise day. I went to the gym for about an hour or so, and then I went to, there's a, an athletics track on Leeds Road, so I ran for about six miles, and then I came back and I was like, right, I should eat. So I ate a big amount of porridge with like some prunes, because I have dried prunes are healthy for you got a bit of fiber and I was I was going to be like okay some prunes some grapes some walnuts but I opened the prunes and just tipped it in and I was like oops that's too much guess I'll just not have grapes so I had twice as many prunes and then I had a protein bar and then I had a protein shake and this sole amount of fiber that I took drink. in a and space a of an drink. hour was like enough for maybe 3 days so I <laughs> I, was, I was just not well and, I and the rest of the day I was like why do I feel no, it's it's not quite food poisoning because it was just too he- I was just too healthy for my own good. I think that's Thank just you, Jack. It's not poison. <laughs> <laughs> so like I, I the rest of the day I was like, why well, do I feel really sluggish? I feel horrible. <laughs> and and then spent an hour in the bathroom and that was that oh, was that. Good. Yeah. Ben White. <laughs> Is that a question? <laughs> <laughs> Did he? No, ben? it's a seg- it's a segue. It's an efficient segue at that. Is there a topic to th- that I'm going to talk about, or am I just going to no, talk? It's just you bought a bass and a bass amp. Oh yeah, I've got all the strings. All hey, the you have long fi- strings. Five you have whole five strings. You have five whole strings. Oh, oh you got you got a five string. Else. Nice. Uh you 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 need it. Just in case you want to play that super super heavy shape of you cover that everyone. He's oh. <laughs> I was about to say oh, Ben White's boy. a fan of environmentalism. He's a big fan of saving the bees. <laughs> okay, Jack Zizzle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in love with the shape of bees. They push and pull like Ed Sheeran bees. <laughs> yeah, I mean you like Ed Sheeran's newest track. You like him, don't you? Oh God, it's so bad. So have you okay here's the thing it's speaking of like artists, speaking of musical <laughs> artists and like redoing themselves as to like four to the floor songs have you heard jake bug's new song no oh god i didn't i don't like jake bug to start off with to be honest uh it's been played on the radio maybe 30 times in the past three weeks which is good yeah enough but like it i don't hate it oh okay i think uh. it i think it might be quite catchy Huh. Yeah, but it's still it's still very much like a, a Marmite piece because it's got Jake Bug's voice and it has like a yeah, thump, 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 and a lot of people would not like that for a second. <laughs> I'll yeah, oh, so listen far, to it. Not I guess. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Cool. Has anyone heard Billie Eilish's new record? Oh it's no, so good. I haven't. It's very very good. I did it for the first I, time today. It's very good. I'm gonna actually have a look at that. Has Kanye released his album yet? Is that a thing? Fuck's sake, is he still he stuck in a Mercedes? <laughs> is he this, still stuck in that rollless? No, he's, Friday, he's currently in the Mercedes like factory or museum in a windowless yeah. room that he's makeshift into a bed. Oh no! And it looks in, in so arena, depressing though. when you look yeah. at it. Like it looks like if you took a stored hall room from our student digs and removed all the windows and all the furniture, that's his room. It's just bare <laughs> white brick. 
But he's going to finish Donda. He's going to fix Wolves and finish Donda, and it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Did he already fix Wolves? He did fix Wolves. He, actually, he fixed Wolves he definitely years prophesied back. That he would. Yeah. And what did he fix? What was broken? A lot of that song. Like, if you can find an original idea of that song, it was not good. Whereas I think that's one of the, my favorite ones on Pablo now. Park Life is that one, right? Uh, Pablo. Dun, yeah. Dun, dun. But yeah. Also, James Blake's new album is going to be unreal. It's going to be unreal. Ooh. Oh, Didn't know golly. that was happening. Yeah, I was listening to the 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 single from it, bef- like, as you called me, and I was like, for fuck's sake, I'm listening to James Blake. Don't need this. <laughs> but the the video's really good because it's got um speaking of Billie Eilish, it's got um Phineas in the video. And it's Phineas Ooh. being like really famous and shit, and then James Blake being like, Oh, I'm sad. Is this and, like it's, uh, it's hear me out, hear me out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Is this exactly the same video as Ed Sheeran's Lego house where they had the dude who played Rupert Grint? <laughs> it might the be the dude who played <laughs> Rupert Grint. <laughs> I think that was Rupert Grint. <laughs> Oh, it might have been, <laughs> might have been, or maybe it was Ed Sheeran. I don't know. That Sorry, love I, I don't. I don't watch um, Lord of the Rings that much. Do you, I'm do you know? Do you know that that ginger guy from the the Harry Potter books from the yeah, uh, Ed Rupert Sheeran? Grimm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I'm sorry, all parties involved. That was that was bad culture on my behalf. <laughs> bad culture. I was just I could have done better. That's a bad name. Write that down. <laughs> anyway, so late pocket watch. Um, what did we all think? Any first impressions? Any, any thoughts? You know, what did, uh, what did you make of it? Hey, what's the guy from Nirvana up to now? The drummer hey. guy. What's, what's he, what's he doing with his life? So this was a, a weird time just after Nirvana, but also whilst Nirvana was still sort of a thing and just before Foo Fighters. So it is a nice embryonic Foo Fighters, as I saw a YouTube comment yeah. on this said. <laughs> Wasn't it 91? I think I saw. Uh, let me double check, but I think you might be right there. Which is surely never mind you? I don't yes, know. It... I feel like I feel like Nirvana certainly unended in 91. No, no, no. Um, uh, they even say never mind. 92, thing, is. which was wild. Oh, 92, okay. Yeah. Yeah, so Nirvana are definitely huge. At this yes, point. N- Nirvana are yeah. big. Uh, the the yeah. band that he is currently in is very successful. And he releases uh, this little, little side project. Also, the only way that you could get a... F- From my memory, I'm going to have to double check this as I read it along. In fact, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna i just do it properly and Wikipedia it so I'm not reading you false information. I've just typed in late in Google. It's given me the, the dictionary definition of late. It's like the time I tried to Google, oh, let's have a look at the doors. And I just typed door and it showed me a picture of a door. And I was like, great, I am an idiot. <laughs> right. The amount of times I tried to go on Facebook but just accidentally Google face and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's, that's what a face is. <laughs> I'll just type, I'll like want to go into YouTube and just type in you and I'm like, cool great <laughs> soldier worries <sighs> although both recording sessions occurred after joining nirvana Grohl unobtrusively acknowledged their existence a tape of the songs given to simple machines co-founder by Grohl immediately became a candidate for the label's tool cassette series the sessions emerged as Grohl, the then drummer of scream requested his producer friend record songs on an eight-track tape recorder uh, upon accepting simple machines request for a demo tape Grohl decided to hide his identity under the pseudonym Late, 
uh, in quotes, because I'm an idiot, I thought it'd be funny to say to everyone, sorry, we're late. <laughs> uh, the Tool cassette series started around 91 as an experiment and as a way of keeping music in print on an as-needed basis without having to finance vinyl or CD pressings, since Simple Machines dubbed the cassettes as the orders came in. With multiple cassette depths, cassette decks and a lot of volunteer help, this was a manageable project for the label. Shortly after Nirvana released Nevermind uh, in 91, its unexpected success was large enough that Pocket Watch eventually became noticed. It gained more attention when Foo Fighters' early material was released in 95. Some of the songs on Late's Pocket Watch actually appears in subsequent Foo Fighters albums, creating even higher demand for the cassette. And then it was began being, you know, mentioned in interviews and the label became flooded with orders. With minimal help and deteriorating master cassettes, Simple Machines got in touch with Grohl about releasing the late album as a CD to keep up with demand. But uh, David, David Grohl preferred to keep it as a cassette-only release, which the label honoured. So um, he explained that he refused to do a CD release because it was never intended to be a big thing. But he also joked that regarding, regarding the success of Pocket Watch that it had become a highly sought collectible and that he wanted to drive up the price of cassettes to $3,000. Um, after the two master cassettes for Pocket Watch came to the end of their use and with some of the artist masters in the same condition, Simple Machines decided to discontinue the tool cassette series from their mail order, putting over the half a decade, putting over the half a decade experiment to an end. Wow, I'm stuttering badly. But also, can I just point out this was a like a cassette, a mail order only cassette, so you couldn't buy this in shops, which is kind of fun. I love that. That's cool. You don't hear about that anymore ever. No. Really. Yeah. Yeah. That was probably a thing at the time. I guess more so. Yeah. Especially yeah. short runs like that. Yeah. Totally. So I, this is one of the my favorite bootlegs because you can only get this bootleg, which is kind of annoying because it would be nice to hear a high quality version. And the one that I've sent you is, in my opinion, the best quality that you're going to get. It was remastered by the, yeah. Yeah. I by the, YouTube, that, the guy on YouTube, well. yeah. Yeah, because in the, in the comments, there was also like a link to Mega that had a FLAC download. So I gave that a go mm. as well. And it sounded pretty much the same as the YouTube rip. Really. Yeah. So it's like, I've, I've listened to about three different people's YouTube uploads of this and they all sound the same. I've heard no discernible difference that I've noticed. I accidentally auto-played onto another one that had way less bass and was like thin <laughs> for sure. Like this remaster actually was quite, I don't yeah, know, yeah, noticeable. At least compared yeah. to the other video I heard. And I was like, oh, it's auto-played again. I'm going to stop now. I didn't like yeah. actually pay attention. <laughs> like, this sounds like the first track. What? Yeah. Oh, it is. <laughs> but yeah, this little short run cassette. Well, I say short run. It's been like half a decade or something like that. But this this cassette is, I, I think it's kind of cool. It's such a novelty, the idea that it was just a one-off thing and that it's done. So what did we think? No, I really, I, th I quite like the album, actually. I thought it was pretty good. Yeah. I preferred the second half to the to the first half. Yeah. So the tracks like Throw Needles, Winnebago and Milk were my mm. personal faves because um, they were just kind of like the most Foo Fighter-y ones. Like the more yeah. like yeah. poppy Foo Fighter, not really pop, but like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like not like more Foo Fighters than the other stuff. Like particularly Winnebago, like the whole guitar riff in that entire track is like mm. Foo Fighters... 101. Well, I think Winnebago was released later on as a Foo Fighters. Oh, song. was it? Okay, yeah. My my, think... my Foo Fighters knowledge isn't that um that big. Yeah, I was gonna say I didn't realize that any of those were then released again because I didn't recognize any of them. I know that Marigold was um was a Nirvana. My release. hero. 
Oh, right. But that someone, also, someone in the comments yeah. was like, yeah, this is my hero, basically. I was like, and then oh, friend of a friend sure? is on In Your Honor. Shout out In Your Honor on the on the second CD for that, <laughs> and then it was re-released later on ah shit around Concrete and Gold, but before that one. Damn it, I can't remember that one. Um, and then Color Pictures of Marigold became Marigold for Nirvana. I've already said that. Winnebago is on another Foo Fighters album at some point. They've done a lot now, and I am no longer... Yeah, they have. Yeah. I'm, I'm not as big a fanboy as I used to be. I still love them dearly, but like I just don't have the time, you know? i got a nine-to-five these days. <laughs> and they're just becoming the Bee Gees now. It's a whole thing. The Dee Gees, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Shout out, Shout out Hail <laughs> Satin. Hail <laughs> Satin. That's good. I do have you like listened that. to that? I have. It sound, It makes me want to listen to the Bee Gees instead. Like, yeah, honestly, <laughs> like it sounds like near enough the same. It, yeah, like, exactly. It sounds like it'd be a lot of fun instead. to watch at a concert, and it sounds like they're having oh, a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah, but it's it's just a cover, you know. It really is just a cover, and not a cover in the sense that it adds anything. It's just a cover. I bet it's a lot of it's it's a party cover. It's a cover that you see and you're like, this is a fun time. But it's maybe not yeah, a cover that yeah. I'd sit down and listen to when I have the option of the real deal. Yeah. Whereas Dorian Electra Dorian Electra? Dorian Electra. <laughs> Electra with the second mode of the major scale. Covering um oh they've done a a lot. Um and I yeah. I've forgotten the name of this band. Um so I'm gonna quickly Okay. Google Friday. It. But Oh, it's Tame Impala's um, First Like We Only Go Backwards, mm. and it's ridiculous, and it's so good. Ooh. And I would recommend. They've also just released a cover of Happy um, by Pharrell Williams, oh. which is cha- <laughs> which is chaos and actually makes me want to like that song. What did you think of this, uh, Jack, of this particular album? Yeah, I, I, I enjoyed it in the same way that I did any other Foo Fighters album, in that like I liked it for some of it, and then then yeah it was the same songs like not in a not in a like mean way just like i find that with foo fighters that i can like i listen and really enjoy a couple songs and then the rest just just sort of mhm mhm background but um i liked it's not funeral for a friend cuz that's the band but um friend of a friend friend of a friend oh i haven't memorized I just them i've got them completely. here i love completely misread that um hmm. but yeah friend of a friend was good and and yeah. i liked the two um instrumental ones as well um Pokey which is definitely po- Pokey the puppy and bruce i think so That's i can remember the right it was bruce album, or mill yeah. yeah um somewhere around there listening to it on youtube it's hard to be like oh what song is this because it's mm. just in a youtube thing which is a very but different shout out experience. Media Heads YouTube channel. Yeah, shout out. 807 subscribers. Excellent. You're going to get 808. Well done. <laughs> that Chris has commented listens. on as well and said, oh, hi guys. Which oh, is what? it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you let's have a look oh yeah brilliant oh shit that's just blasting music now that i've refreshed that hey. page Great. hey what up my album club boys <laughs> excellent and i come i commented unite in the winnebago track at one point does it all cut out and someone says thanks for the lyrics jip and then it just cuts yep. and it just goes back <laughs> yes, in yes it does it does cool. thanks for the lyrics jip <laughs> oh I really that, that was my favorite that. bit of the album. Mm. <laughs> ben White, what were your first impressions? Oh, I've heard this before. 
Um, oh shit! Yeah, you've lived with me. <laughs> yeah. Um, so and and I mean, I think even if I hadn't, my first impressions would be this is exactly what I expected from this. <laughs> like in the same way, in the same as like the narwhals. Like the first listen to narwhals, I was like, "Yep, this is what I thought narwhals were." <laughs> like, like uh, without like value judging that as a sentence. Like that was my review of both of them. That was my predominant yeah. thought. And like I think neither of them are trying to be necessarily reinventing a crazy wheel really i don't think no, i think narwhals know I what they're about and they're doing it. narwhals and i think yeah dave grohl kind of was just being dave grohl here wasn't he i think yeah. there's a few points where he's doing things that he thinks are clever i suppose but it's not like really reaching is he no which is nice it's nice when he's not it's it's kind of comfy i kind of like that okay it's just but it's yeah. hard to know what is reaching because i guess like in the timeline, some of it might be a bit more reachy than... That is true. It could be a bit ahead of the curve in terms of this kind of music. Yeah, for sure. Because it, I mean, it sounds like a Foo Fighters album, which I guess at that time was ahead of the curve. Yeah. Because um, Foo Fighters was 95? I I mean, it's before Foo Fighters, yeah. An excellent but, yeah. question. But yeah, it's before Foo Fighters. Is it before people yeah. did that? I don't know. Oof. It's cool, yeah. though. It's nice. Yeah. It has personality. And it, like doesn't feel mega like one person trying to play loads of instruments in a like gross way like you could yeah, listen to this yeah, record sure. and be like why didn't the drummer from Foo Fighters just get his guitar playing friends to play guitar and <laughs> yeah they could jam in the room and it could feel good it doesn't feel like that it feels good like it feels like it feels kind of mm. like a band I think you could yeah. sort of tell that they overdubbed all the tracks but you can't tell it was the same person mm. yeah necessarily yeah, sure. getting I, his, and I hadn't even thought that. about that obviously that is the, the case i never thought about there's maybe a couple of moments that made me think that him. but like on the whole yeah fair that's fair um, nice. but is how 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 much was it that will was it like really mm. him uh like yeah. was that was that his goal was that why he was doing this uh i don't know i let's have a look because i remember reading that there was a couple of people that um that from might, I mean, I lyrics from jeff Wikipedia, obviously it just seemed to all be him but yeah Wikipedia is obviously not a reliable it source. does yeah. sound very dave grohl doesn't it yeah like that's my adjective i would use to describe it is it sounds dave grohl and like at this point everyone knows what that means so it's a sort of really serviceable yeah. adjective so you use. have barrett jones <laughs> the producer as well is also backing vocals on the on the instrumental track oh no sorry on petrol cb <laughs> no, on the, no, the track no, after the oh uh, no that's that's my bad for reading that i, I sort of began with a p and i was like yep yeah, probably the same one no, he he did backing vocals on Petrol CB, which is fun. That's that's about it. Everything else was Dave Grohl. Nice. Which on on Dis, Discogs is music words and instruments by Dave G. Dave like, Dave G. Yeah. Dave. Oh, is that what G. he was going for at the time? That's, oh, that's I love his name. That. Like skateboard P. We love the remnants of those kind of things. Before questions, I'm going to tell part one of my. Dave Grohl <gasps> story slash Foo Fighters. Your Dave slash Grohl extravaganza. Maybe not actually dave grohl but all will become clear so back in i believe about 2013 like maybe 2014 era uh the foo fighters were doing a lot of secret shows in the uk they were so i knew they they were doing some in london i think they did one in brighton and they were like a third one is coming everyone get ready so i was like <laughs> i'll have a look see if i can figure out where that's going to be if it's local i'll go to it that'd be fun because also tickets were like dirt cheap this is also during like my peak. I'm into Foo Fighters era, so I I'm hyped. This is true. And by proxy, I was then into Foo Fighters. So, mm. um, 
so I, I was just doing all of this. So I was like Googling around just like, oh, Foo Fighters secret show and all the results were just like people just speculating on Twitter. And then I just started searching on like ticket websites, like Sea Tickets or whatever it was about back then. And I was like, oh, Foo Fighters, gig, only one, Wrexham. I'll just buy two tickets. Let's go. Um, so I just like frantically bought two tickets for this show in Wrexham, which is like Wales, which is not close. I get a phone call <laughs> like Wales, being like, "Will, you're never gonna believe it. I've got a ticket. I've got tickets for me and you. In f- I'm chopping wood in the garage with my dad. I'm just like, oh, sorry, I gotta take this. And you're like, "Well, you, I, got, I got tickets. They're fifteen pounds each. And I'm like, fifteen pounds. That's unbelievable. You're like, I know. It's it's a secret show. We're gonna have to go. I'm like, ah. And so I put the phone down. I'm trying to. Trying to explain to my dad, like, sorry, I'm very excited. There's a band I like that's playing. It's quite a big band. And my friend's just got them really cheap. He's like, all right, how's that going to do with firewood then? I'm like, oh, fine. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, well, I'll, I'll figure everything out, but I'll come, I'll come back. And I was also messaging Ben, like, Ben, I can get you a ticket. I can get you a ticket on Facebook. Like, hundreds of messages, like, Ben, 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 right, I can get you a ticket. I can get you a ticket. And then I was like, hang on, how can I still get tickets? So I started like Googling to see if anyone else had been like, oh, Rex and Foo Fighters show, everyone jump on board. And then I was like, why has no one done this yet? How has no um, one found this out, Chris? And I was like, to Ben, I was like, dude, come on, on the minutes here. They couldn't sell out. It's like a tenner. And then I was like, and then I think like three minutes later, I was like, oh, scratch that. Ignore me. I'm an idiot. And then at that point, <laughs> Ben replies saying, that does sound awfully unlikely. <laughs> then, I think I'd just been out and I beautifully missed it all. I'm so glad that I just got like the most messages I've ever received from Chris, <laughs> like ever. <laughs> Followed by never mind <laughs> the part. Yeah, and then and then and then Ben messages, was it a cover band? I was like, never mind, no more, bye bye. And because <laughs> you <laughs> saw that the Foo Fighters were in the UK when in fact it was actually <laughs> The UK Foo Fighters. Yeah, so there's a band called the UK Foo Fighters who are a tribute band Shout who are playing a show. Shout in out UK Foo Fighters. Um, so yeah, I messaged Ben and was like, "I've made such, a, I've made a huge mistake," and he was like, "Do you want to talk about it?" I was like, "I don't know, not yet." And I was like, "It hurts so much." And I, these are the I'm reading Adlib from Where the chat. Where even is Wrexham? Was part of it. I remember we were we were like we were like we've never even heard of Wrexham. Maybe we, we know go about anywhere. Wrexham now only for this reason. <laughs> and then it's the only reason anyone knows about to Wrexham, end part apparently. one of this story. The last messages I sent to Ben were Ben, I'm a fucking idiot. This is the, by far the <laughs> stupidest thing I've ever done. I guess we'll chat about it now. <laughs> I get a phone call back, Growth. saying like I'm real sorry. It's it's a it's it's a tribute act. I'm still chopping firewood, and I'm like, that was that was quick. That was like five <laughs> minutes. But yeah, there was a point in my life where I thought I was going to see the Foo Fighters in Wrexham for like ten, fifteen pounds, which did not come that to play. That would unfortunately been a dream, true. It did not happen. But there are another two parts of this story to come. Oh yeah, this is second part to come it also would have been really funny because Wrexham's so fucking far away from where we were at the time <laughs> yeah, it would have been so none of inconvenient. us drove at the time <laughs> none either. of us drove we would have had to get like several trains it would have cost about 40 <laughs> to 60 pounds to get there let alone oh, yeah. for accommodation <laughs> yeah but we would have seen it would have been fires. worth it and I would have done it yeah Foo Fires oh, in a tiny days. venue um, mm. so yeah part two to come but for now Will what are these questions you told us to think about oh well I'm glad you asked Christopher so Question one. Knowing that this music album is only available on a select few cassette tapes, and knowing that you have to bootleg it in order to, if, if we want to listen to it, us, us Neanderthals who can't afford these expensive cassettes, this begs the question, is music piracy ever okay? 
Who wants to take the start? Yeah. Fair. Yeah. All right. Thanks, everyone. Next question. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I think, I think like, well, in this one, that was clearly his goal, first of all. Mm. Really. Like, he was expecting that. And also, I think now it's funny because in the time since that, in the 30 years, 30 years since then, which actually is a long time, but the the way that music Mm. is funded has changed so much. It's incredible. Yeah. Mm. Like, now, now a small, like, independent guy doing demos on cassette isn't trying to make money from the cassettes really that's a terrible business model now i think <laughs> yeah like unless you're selling that as merch like you give the music away for free and then build a brand and then sell things based on the brand i think is the model now isn't it so it's really interesting how much that's not that's a different place like that's mm. a different question to ask in 91 to now i think isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. um so i can only really answer for now because we should face it that like music streaming and like Spotify and Apple Music is like borderline piracy. If we're yeah. Yeah. going it, by it, the it same model, point zero zero three pence per play, something like that, <laughs> less than. Yeah, yeah, it's it's oh, ridiculous. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's depending on the site, but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. shockingly low. But um, but yeah, for this album, yeah, because you can't get it anywhere unless you're spending hundreds mm. of pounds on a tape. Mm. That is probably going to be 100% degraded in quality by now, anyway. Like, uh-huh. yeah, for this, it's fine, but do whatever else you can. And just... also, I think... You'll sound less okay with it than me. I kind of love it. I'm not going to lie. Like, I, I think <laughs> normally when people have this conversation, it's a bit negative, and I think it's the best time always oh, yeah, ever yeah. to be a musician. It's mm. so cool that you can, like, put your music online for free and someone in Brazil yeah. can hear it tomorrow. And, like, yeah, maybe <laughs> you have to do a normal job or do something else like to live but yeah. oh boy for the art is that better like i just love it and it means that today i could listen i don't know i didn't listen to loads of music today but like i guarantee it was more than i would have done 30 years ago if yeah. i had to go to yeah, a shop would have to just buy listened it. to like, the same album yeah. you bought for 30 pounds exactly I was like, well, yeah i'm gonna have to listen <laughs> to this for six months straight to get my money's worth but yeah just yeah, yeah. spotify sucks but it's good for finding new music and then just support support those artists when you can but no, I, 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 I both agree. I think there's a time and a place. I think that like you got a, like a local band. If you were to like stick their music on Pirate Bay first thing, that's a dick move. But like if you have Dave Grohl's 30 year old cassette tape that someone's uploaded to YouTube for posterity reasons, let alone for just like for piracy reasons, then I, I agree. I think it's okay. I think if anything, it's good because I would never have heard this otherwise. And yeah. I really got a lot of enjoyment out of this. Like and it's lasted me a few years. And if he didn't want you to hear it, it probably would have been nuked off the copyright struck and something like, like that. Ju- yeah, could have done a Prince uh, Rogers Nelson on us. Oh, what's that? What's that story? Just Prince. Any time that you like upload a Prince song to YouTube, it's like gone. Wow, well, didn't know that. Oh, fair. Huh? I think they've chilled out a lot now that he's gone. Also, I, th- I believe. I believe it was so. way more the case at the time. But let's uh, let's call it. Case. Still let's call it a Marvin Gaye sure. instead. Then how about that? Is that is that the same thing? Is yeah, Marvin Gaye's. It... They're they're suing everyone for using G major. Like <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a thing they do. Dude, fuck's sake. Do do do. No, uh, well, we're gonna get sued. Don't don't don't. No more. No more. No more. No more. No more. <laughs> it's okay. It's under the ten second rule that we all learned at university. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, what was it? That absolute savior. It's it's legally if you use less than two seconds of music, it's perfectly fine. It's like that's who who said that? That's just not true. 
That's like legally if you only steal point. for two seconds in a shop. If you just like <laughs> under your shirt, like no one's gonna. It's it's fine. It's under two seconds worth of robbery. There is a rule like that. There is yeah, something there is. about yeah, yeah. It's it's there. in contexts. Creative yeah. Commons. It's yeah. not quite as simple as what you've just said. I don't think, but like, no. it is. There is a time limit thing that affects some of the criteria. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I can't put all 40 minutes of John Coltrane's Ascension on there and just claim... Amazingly not. <laughs> okay, fair enough. I, I, I drove Georgia to the shops with that on today. And oh, she just so did fun. not comment. <laughs> she just, like, did not... I was just looking at her like, is she going to she gonna Is react? she going to mention this, this hard jazz? It was the CD that was already in. It wasn't, yeah, like, yeah. actively a choice I made, but... Oh, brilliant. <laughs> Anybody else got any... Uh, I think that was actually a lot quicker than I expected us to get through it. Anyone else got any... Uh, points they want to make about piracy in this know, aspect or it, it helped me find music back in day because i said to my dad oh i want to buy a load of songs off itunes he was like no i'm gonna find you an illegal streaming thing and so he found me bmp3 which <sighs> you had you had a 50 percent chance of it either being the song you wanted just noise or porn sounds um <laughs> ah, the early 2000s <laughs> and but i i had a the old of roulette wheel of life of, of that and yeah i think i think and i now do support a load of artists and my vinyl collection is too big and i've been to a lot of gigs so i feel like i've given it back to the world but i feel mm. like yeah getting into music if you don't have the money to it shouldn't stop you from doing that which is good mm. yeah i think it really changes what music people make as well which i'm a yeah. big fan of like Hmm. And it changes like so um for anyone and how who much who doesn't know, like I teach drums and like the difference between the parents of the kids, you could ask all of them what their favorite band is. Like, do you know what I mean? And they hmm. might come up with five, but they'll answer your question. Whereas now you ask a kid what they like, and most of them have no idea. <laughs> but like by the time you get to our age, it's like I don't have a favorite band, but I listen to so much more of a range of stuff than like yeah, my dad would. Sure. And yeah. the way I consume music, I much prefer that. I think that's great. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, and great. I think it results yeah. in like more better music coming out, I would argue. Like more more well-researched, like um, experimental, being aware of the boundaries and pushing them rather mm. than like, if you've only heard Pink Floyd, Pink Floyd are amazing. But like, you're going to come up with something that sounds like Pink Floyd, aren't you? If that's your only reference point. like Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah. So like, uh, this, is a, this is a relic of pre- it's kind of pre-genres being broken, like this mm. this album, which is fun. Like, and it's so interesting how fast that happened. I think, mm-hmm. yeah. And of course, it happened in like certain scenes where like people were playing a lot and listening to each other and making fusion music. So I've just kind yeah. of like caught myself halfway through the sentence and been like, "Nah, it's wrong, Ben." But like, <laughs> there's there's a point at which the normal consumer consumes. Yes, we understand. We understand what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which I think, and that, there's always going to be a distinction there, isn't there? Depending on, well, what you've had access to, and that's going to depend by person as well. Chris, is this time for a part two of the anecdote before oh, we get onto question two? Yes. So part two <laughs> is called the realization. Oh, what was part one called? Uh, the, the mistake. <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Um, so part two is very short. It's it it just it's a build up for part three which is the, the, the true the true payoff of the story. So part two, obviously, we've just had the realisation of me being an idiot and um, unfortunately having to ring Ben and Will being like, sorry, I'm an idiot. We're not going to watch the Foo Fighters. <laughs> um, so, I, so I 
sleep on it and I'm like, I can't go to Wrexham to watch a tribute band. So I managed to get a refund, only losing my uh, booking fee. So I only so this mistake only really cost me like three pounds, and three pounds for a life lesson is is fine by me. If anything, <laughs> you call it invaluable. And a hell of a story yeah. that I've been yeah. telling to everyone You'll for the past seven three. years. So yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> stories. And now and now it's um, now it's like solidified in history by being on a podcast so hey. mm-hmm. for posterity so people are gonna boot like this right yeah yeah, yeah. in 30 years time like we need to hear the chris the memory the chris of the story. story um so because yeah. of this i um thought it would be um hilarious if i just then made a picture and I found an image of Dave Grohl just holding up a piece of paper. I think it was from like a Reddit AMA. It was a Reddit AMA where he was asked by <laughs> somebody, what's your favorite kid's book? And he held up a plan that said, if I ran the forest, which was, I think, oh. the Gruffalo or something like that. So so but... I took this nice gesture and badly this photoshopped. This great template, you mean. <laughs> yeah. So badly photoshopped out the thing that Will just said and then just wrote the words, Chris is a fucktard on it. Um, so, Very dated, but also what happened. Yeah, know? it is. It is what it is. But yeah, so and then obviously this just got sent around to everyone. Everyone thought it was hilarious because then I could tell the story more uh, to the point where Ben White set his external monitor screen as this image because <laughs> uh, he had an external monitor there and he was like, and you can just do that on a Mac, which is quite handy. Um so yeah, that's what he did. And then not much happened for a few months until later on when we will discuss part three, the payoff. I want to point out the first time that I saw Ben White was just working. It had been like a few hours, so he got used to it. This like second screen above his screen in his room where he was like, oh yeah, so I'm just like working on this 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 coursework. I'm like, Ben, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, oh, well, it's just Dave Grohl, isn't it? I'm like, what? Dave, no, look how happy you look. <laughs> <laughs> oh so that it it was a great picture it just had a lot of it had a lot of mileage that image yeah. a lot of mileage yeah. anyway before part three of the story let's go on to the bit before um let's go on to question two <laughs> hey so question two is that since late and to an extent dave g are pseudonyms what are some of your favorite pseudonyms in music? Who's who are bands that you've been like, oh wait, that was this person because they've been trying to hide. Um, I don't really have any examples of that specific thing. So I did some some research onto some of some other pseudonyms that artists just use whenever they want. Mm. Um, so obviously Prince is also just already a pseudonym, but I didn't realize he also went at one point by Joey Coco. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Coco. <laughs> Pleasure to meet you. So yeah, so that was that was a good find. And then uh-huh. my other one was uh Venetian Snares, who is an absolutely bonkers like electronic mm. blast beat sample messer upper. He's absolutely insane. Um his name is apparently I don't even buy that this is his name. His name is apparently Aaron Funk. Oh yeah, no, it's it's Aaron Funk. But I don't that's know his if real that's. Name, yeah. I don't. Is it? Is it though? Yes, <laughs> it is. <laughs> because we're always like, why would you change that if your name yeah, is Aaron like, that's Funk? The thing. Maybe maybe it's a pseudonym name. off a pseudonym. So no, I don't. I, buy I, it. Don't, <laughs> I think Aaron Funk is real. I believe that. In current events, the recent woman who went to space was a woman called Wally Funk or Wally Funk. I think Ooh. her name was. Yes. I so Funk that. is a last yeah. name. Yeah, it's just funny that his name is Aaron Funk, and then he was like, no, it is, it's not good enough. He's like, Venetian yeah. Snares. 
Yeah, Venetia's totally. Venetia's is a great name, though. Like, yeah. So yeah, those. Yeah. So unfortunately, I didn't have a, a pseudonym where I didn't know it was that person. Good research, though. Great homework. That was some yeah. good answers. Um, the holy shit is Foo Fighters. Yes, which I enjoyed. That was one um, of the shows that uh, they were playing in the secret. So when Chris was looking for these secret yeah. shows, he should have been looking for the holy <laughs> shit. Holy shit. The Holy Shirts. Yeah. yeah. But I was looking for Joey Coco. No. <laughs> <laughs> Joey Jojo jo- 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 Jr. Shahabadu. <laughs> Prince, that's the worst Is name it? I ever heard. <laughs> Joey Jojo. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, who is Della Shoot? Who is Della Shoot? Oh, yeah. Who is he? What member of Arcade Fire is Della Shoot? Uh, Jack and I like this artist called Della Shoot, who may or may yeah. not be from Arcade Fire. <laughs> But I don't buy yeah. it because he's, he's... Do we know yet? No, but we, no. I've just had a chat with him on Instagram and I don't feel like anyone in Arcade Fire has the time for that. <laughs> I don't know, there's a lot of them. They can delegate. <laughs> they could get oh, it done between the Speaking of Arcade Fire, one of my favourite Onion articles is... Um, it was like 50,000 oh, non-essential yeah. members of Arcade Fire have been left, laid off. And I thought that was the funniest thing I've yeah. ever <laughs> It's one of those like if you ever feel worthless in life and like you're not contributing, just remember there's five hundred people in Arcade Fire. And six members of One Republic. That's like, the one. That's 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 what the actual <laughs> meme is, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I couldn't remember. Brilliant. Is a stage name and a pseudonym a different thing? Um No, I'd say that's what I've just thought. Good question. I don't know. Because I don't know. Cause like for me, I don't know if Venetian snares. If he if he was to also release music as Aaron Funk, that would be that different. That would be a, yeah, that would and be. And he would want to keep yeah. it separate. Would that be a pseudonim now? Uh, yes. Well, Aaron Funk Mission Snares. I think I, I'm surprised you didn't bring up Captain yeah, exactly. Murphy. Either way, yeah, I feel like that's a pseudonym. That well, is I don't know a pseudonym. If it's a particularly interesting name, but like that's an in, that's yeah, that's an interesting thing actually. I'd forgotten about that. Because Flying Lotus, yeah. is it is it Fly Lotus? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who who like said who had the producer Captain Murphy on his tracks? Who was Flylo, and yeah, so Flylo's got tracks, yeah. <laughs> just crediting himself. Yeah, yeah, but Wait, it meant that he no. like could sort of start a rap career separate to his producing career. Oh, yeah. kind of his okay. initially oh. how he started it. Yeah, um, mm. but then he would like credit Flying Lotus as producer on his tracks sometimes, and vice versa. And I love that. Wild. Yeah, I wonder if he got more royalties for that. I like him. My favorite feature ever, though, is um, God when he features on that Kanye track. That was pretty badass. That was mm. nice. I don't know how he got that. He's a busy guy. If Arcade Fire can reply to Instagram and God can feature on the track, anything's possible. Shout out God. There's also the Mogwai album that I've um, dissed, maybe on the podcast or maybe outside of the podcast, has a song called Pat Stains on it. Which mm. is one of the guys like forgetting the name of Pat Smear and calling oh. him Pat Stains <laughs> instead. Incredible, <laughs> unbelievable. And that's, and that's Pat not Smear. Just why? Song why title. has he called himself Pat Smear? I'm not. I don't understand why. But you do he's that called to Pat Smear, right? Right. Wikipedia, help me out. I have my brain. I don't know. George Allen Ruthenberg. <laughs> Better known by his stage name, Pat Smear. Pat Smear. Uh, yeah, he was a founding member of the punk band The Germs. Oh, yeah, from that. Yeah. Before, before being a guitarist in Nirvana and then later on yeah. Foo Fighters. What the sh- Associated Acts Belinda Carlisle. I want to hear about this. <laughs> Actually, no, that's that's for another time. Um, this is like the Will, Will Reads Wikipedia episode. I love it. <laughs> oh, yeah. it's, like, it's got like some real research, though. 
It yeah, just happens it... to be done live as we were recording. <laughs> <laughs> it's proper informative, though. I like it. Backstory and everything. So, um, also, I was going to mention that uh, one of Josh Homme's pseudonyms on the Eagles of Death Metal tracks is um, Carlo von Sexron. <laughs> and, uh, That's a good one. What, Rupert Grint? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Turnst Holpf uh, is another one. And he was just what? on... Torrance Hump for very a very nice. accent ridden name is gonna I'm gonna say here like actually riddled with accents. All right, to 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 like amp up Chris's part three, I'll do my question three. This is the last question, <laughs> and uh, the question is bonus points for anyone who can find me a link where someone is selling one of these cassettes. Because if I ever have enough money, well, I might buy one. Look at look in the I Facebook found one chat. as well. Oh, I think okay. it's a different one as well. Oh boy! Um, but yeah, if if you want to get a cassette from Peru, oh no, it's the same one. Then you can spend three hundred pounds to do so. Or there's an unofficial vinyl as well. No, I don't want the unofficial. I want the official. Yeah, but yeah, I, I found the Peru one. Only serious buyers and true collectors come to Peru. Free shipping. Free shipping. Yeah, free shipping from Peru. Oh. If you want to spend three hundred pounds on the initial cassette, I mean, it is something that I, think I that's would a yes. Want. <laughs> it's it's a maybe. Yeah. It's it would be a very dumb purchase. The dude, the seller it's, is called Christ Dead, so maybe I don't want it. <laughs> maybe maybe that's an omen. That. Um, They've got good ratings. This guy, they have got sold, a, thirty-three yeah, ratings. Yeah, yeah, sells yeah. from Peru. It seems like a real person, actually. Oh, I just guarantee I'd fucking spend three hundred fifty euros, and it'd come like the the In fucking two. delivery guy would just He's absolutely craft Maga punch it before it got to me. <laughs> somehow, somehow it'd come in perfect condition to someone to stand on it. That's so much stress to worry about. That's such a lot yeah. of money for a cassette tape. If I was super rich, maybe. Because then, what would I do? Well, just next next time you're in Peru, yeah. just uh, go meet Absolutely. up with the guy. One time I, set, I sold a lighter to Peru. Uh, I was on eBay selling a bunch of shit, and I had a Zippo lighter. And I was I, I didn't need it anymore. And I said, UK only. Don't don't ask me to do international shipping. That's a lot of stress. And this dude was like, How much for Peru? And I'm like, oh, for fuck. <laughs> 30 quid. 30 quid shipping. That's how much the Royal Mail says. And he's like, I'll take it. And I'm like, great, cool. So I end up <laughs> wrapping up this lighter as much as I can in as much duct tape, waste paper, and more duct tape than I can. And I send it. Royal Mail won't take it to Peru. I had to find another place. I can't remember who it was with, but some third-party shipping firm to take it to Peru. It took six to 12 weeks to get there. And then after two months ago, I was like, <laughs> the light has not come. And I'm like, well, of course it's not coming. You asked me to ship it to fucking Peru. What you ex- I can't track that. Do you know how much that cost? And the, the light, you spent seven pounds on this. Don't expect it. To, like, cut your losses. It's gone. Plus 30. And then he was like, he was like, can I get another one? I'm like, no, no, I only had one. Like, it's just, I've spent. I would have really upsold the ship, and I would have been like 150 oh, quid just for I the should inconvenience. Have done. I learned that now, but, but honestly, the dude was like, it's not really good, though, is it? I'm like, of course it's not, and you've asked for this. Like, I, you, you wagered, you signed out of the terms and conditions, and. Somehow he didn't give me a bad review, even though what he did was pay ah. seven quid to get me stressed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could have just thrown that in the bin and headbutt a wall and felt a bit better about it, you know? <laughs> so bonus points to Jack and Chris for finding a Peruvian yeah. man who might... How many, how many album club that points? Is that is worth one album club point. 
They oh, are non-cashable. One? <laughs> Can we buy a lighter with Ben's them? Ben's got ten. Yeah, ben, ben does have ten, yeah. Why is ben that? Ben ten. Because you got the instrument right on a you Michael Lee. Can I okay, trade okay, them okay. in for lighter fluid? I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll give you I will up, upgrade that. You get, you get nine points each. Oh, shit. <laughs> Just so a yeah. little bit below that. <laughs> I don't think what I did was but all I think Will's on minus yeah. two. I can't remember why. I feel like you might have two. just pulled that out of your ass. And I, you know what? Some no, no, there was definitely a point in the episode where I was like, Will, you're losing album club points for that thing you just said. But I have no <laughs> idea what it is anymore. Well, maybe it's, it's a testament to my character that I just, I, I don't remember this, but I also accept it. You know, that's that's probably correct. Like, it, 300 and, about 300 quid in total. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot for a rare tape, only serious buyers and true collectors request information and photos before making a purchase, Metal Fingers. But what, would that be Would that be your, your holy grail? Oh, Where, totally, that yeah. The... That, that is, if I was to have any particular physical cop because i know that it's one of my favorite artists and i know that it's yeah. one of my favorite releases of that artist and i know that yeah. it's a very rare thing yeah i was i have considered just making my own cassette because i i have the capabilities to to make a, a, a mixtape physically Over. yeah yeah so i might just do that because at the time when i really liked this we had a car that was only a cassette tape and i, I thought it'd be really funny let me rephrase that. I didn't make any fucking English. We had a car that only had a cassette tape. It wasn't a cassette tape. We we drove an, an engine and, and seats and everything. And uh, <laughs> and um, I thought it'd be really cool at the time to make mixtapes of very current albums. So have Kendrick Lamar's Damn on a cassette or have like the new Flying Lotus release on a cassette to play in this 1997 Peugeot 1.1106. Oh, <laughs> That would have been some spicy EQ on that old cassette player. <laughs> What's Jack's like? Because Jack collects records to some extent. Yeah. What is holy your... Grail, Jack. Holy shit! I want pedestrian first and by Frightened Rabbit. There we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, it's because all of their records were kind of limited run because they came out when people didn't really give a shit about vinyl, and the other. The other two records that I'd want by them have been re-released. I've got the original of both because I'm a nerd um, and spent some money on them. But um, Pedestrian Verse is currently going for like £200 and I can't warrant it. Well, in fact, it's going for £250 if I lived in America and the one that's shipping to here is like £1,000 and I can't do that. £1,000? I can't. A thousand pounds for prosperous a thousand pounds. But yeah, I I want it. The most it's gone for on Discogs is two hundred and sixteen pounds. Which I could maybe justify. It's a lot of money for a record. It's a lot of money. And if they're going through and re releasing stuff, then it's probably gonna get yeah. re released anyway. But I want it. Can I just stop this discussion? I've bad. been reading more about trying to find this damn cassette. And someone yeah. said, haha, I sent dollars in for that before e commerce took off to the original label in 1995 and never got anything back and oh, they kept the money. No. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Because <laughs> you send it off in the post and just nothing happens. You're like, well, shit, that's that. Like, no receipt, <laughs> no nothing. <laughs> that is sad. That is big sad. But how. Do we either of either Ben or Chris have have Holy Grails or I don't know. Like I really would like Phoebe Bridges' new uh, album on like a really nice color thing because she did a lot of yeah. awesome color stuff which are now on 
discogs for like astronomical prices but i mean i've got it normally yeah. that's the only one that i can really think of although i did just get son lux's tomorrow's you did in like the nicest uh like boxer ever which is insanely good yeah because that was one of my favorite albums of 2020 slash 2021 that they did and it's so good i listened to it over the weekend i was like pristine so good yeah nice so i'm like i think i'm four seven three of 500 in the collection so that's that's pretty cool but yeah i can't really think of anything yeah. else currently that's fair and and ben i guess yeah you... yeah no i don't i'm way yeah. way too cheap for that i've that's got a bonobo fair. record that my boss gave me oh, cool. i haven't told her that yes. i don't own a record player though um, <laughs> oh <laughs> i'll have it <laughs> um yeah no i'm not doing that that's fair yeah that's fair yeah, it's, it's it's definitely not for everyone, and you do save money by not being as obsessed with. Oh with boy, do I? But, um, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. You do. Uh, Especially given my listening habits, like, yeah, I'm not very much the fine five artists you like and listen to them for a year. Am I? <laughs> yeah, I don't consume music like that. Partially because because I consume music in Spotify and YouTube and all of those cheap places, but like, yeah, chicken and the egg in it. <laughs> Chicken, chicken and the record. Would you boys like part three, the payoff? No, I'm all right. Yes. Oh, man. Cool. Until next time. Thanks then. for listening to the album club. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so part three, the payoff. So as I said, Ben White has set this image as his background for an external monitor, but many months have passed. So we, we, we've basically forgotten about it at this point. I may have even stopped using that monitor. I think I may yeah. have just been like, why... Who needs a second monitor? So many months had passed, and um, it gets to kind of the end of the the uh, the year where doing like presentations at, at uni and what have you, and um, we're doing uh, music for film. I think the module was called, or music for the moving image, or something it was like that, that. That kind of thing, yeah. Yeah, um, and this this lecture was a presentation on Kill Bill for sure. Yeah, and then. Um, so this lecture's in the biggest theatre for the music department, which is huge. Screen being, I don't know, 30 foot? The size of a cinema screen, you could argue. Yeah, the size of a medium-sized cinema screen. <laughs> um, so Ben's doing his presentation. For whatever reason, the, the Mac there wasn't working with his PowerPoint. So he's like, oh, I'll just plug in my laptop. It's already on. It'll just work straight away. Um, and then without noticing what he'd done, he, he, started getting in, he just started talking about... The project at hand. Yeah, just started talking more about Kill Bill, but unfortunately for him, but fortunately for me, on the screen in <laughs> massive print is a picture of Dave Grohl holding up a sign <laughs> saying Chris is a fucktard, which is probably the funniest thing that's ever happened. Um, so this is I loved it. huge, absolutely huge. Ben is still presenting like nothing is wrong. And he's like, why is Chris oh, hysterically I, well, laughing? I, why are these I other people now laughing? I very much saw that something was wrong. I saw a whole room of like 80 people. Because the way the room is set up, I couldn't quite see the screen. But what I could see was about 80 people, most of which turned to look at Chris. <laughs> like everyone in the room not only found it funny, but knew which Chris was to blame. Yeah. Like everyone, everyone knew the story. Absolutely. And then it just got to the point where like, okay, something's wrong here. So Ben like turns and just goes, oh, and then just starts <laughs> laughing as well. And at this point, our lecturer uh, is just like completely stared, like just... Dead face, like speechless. The lecturer, the lecturer, I'm very sure, modeled himself off of J.K. Simmons's character in Whiplash <laughs> before Whiplash came out. <laughs> I mean, the out. timelines don't allow. The timelines don't allow, sure. but I think he he knew. 
he he got a test pressing. <laughs> he knew about, the movie you know. that was coming. Yeah. So he was a very stern man and just was not impressed. <laughs> he was definitely not. And he, then, was, um, he wasn't anywhere near as offended as you'd think, actually. He just didn't say anything, I, I, which is probably yeah, the I did worst just look outcome. At him. Yeah. I like looked at him in a, like, do you want to say anything kind of way, and he didn't, so I just carried on. I was just like, all right, cool. So you've heard of Ennio Morricone, right? Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but that that cinematic like exit was yeah good times yeah like the payoff of me accidentally buying tickets to a, a tribute band <laughs> to the payoff of that mm-hmm. is quite the journey but it's the, probably the my favorite thing that's sure. ever happened at university i wish i was it's there it's the most like if you were gonna write a film that would have to be in it like because that doesn't sound real does it that's yeah, exactly no. what <laughs> happens Apart from in the film, I would have had to be embarrassed and it would have had to ruin my day. That's what the character in the film would have done. Whereas I was like, this is lit. I love this. <laughs> and then I got like, I got a really good mark for that unit as nice. well. Like, so credit to him for not like, t- like marking me down or anything. Taking was, personal. Unfortunately, this was yeah, yeah. before the days of lecture capture. So there was oh, no, no, video no evidence. Shame. If only it was no. two years later when no. they integrated it. However, Chris... Isn't there a surprise? I don't know. Is, Is there a surprise? surprise? You 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 messaged me and was like, "Keep this to yourself." Oh yeah, I was just going to send the image to the to the chat. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I I had to recreate this later because we 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 lost the image. It was a horrible shame. But I did a pretty good job from memory of remembering it and doing it <laughs> until last night or the night before. Chris was like, "I found the original image." <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I just love, like, how big Dave's face was on that screen, just with that grin. It just, he looks so pleased with himself. It's, it's... Oh, it's beautiful. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I went through about 4,000 images that Ben yeah. and I had sent each other on Facebook over the years to find <laughs> this, so... And it was worth oh, it because when it, like man. there was a few different versions of it where we'd done edits of that image, I was like, "I'm getting close. I, it's it's happening. I'm getting close <laughs> to the original." And then it came up on my screen just as big as it was there. I was like, oh. it, "It's real. It's happened." <laughs> that was, image fills me with warmth. <laughs> I just love how bad warmth. the like the erasing is. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was going to say, yeah. Yeah. it looks funny. as though it's like graffiti from a spray can because it looks like it's dripped. I don't know how you've managed that on a computer. <laughs> using a trackpad to colour in, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, totally. <laughs> and look at that grin. Look at that. Just oh, he's so proud. And that is the story of yeah. me not seeing the Foo Fighters. <laughs> that is a story of a little little old place called Wrexham and a little old band <laughs> called the Foo Fighters. And how that all links into DBG's pocket watch from the pseudonym of Late. So everyone, related. now that you have the context, the personal context and the context of the cassette, how do we all feel about it? What you know, Yay or nay? Did we like it? I'll give it a yay. I liked it. As I said, second half way more than the first half, but yeah, I'd dig it. I'd listen to that again. Yeah. I did. I listened to it a few times. I'll probably listen yeah. to it again. <laughs> nice. And it also made me listen to more Foo Fighters, which I hadn't done in a while. So that was good. They're a good band. Oh, nice. Like, as much as they might have a bit of filler, like you say, Jack, and as much as they, they are a good band. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, no, I absolutely, I, d- I don't dislike Foo Fighters in the slightest. It's I can't not... believe you would slag off Pat Smear like that. <laughs> <laughs> what, would you mean Pat Stain? <laughs> um... And and they they were one of the best gigs that I've ever been to as well. Was I'd love yeah. to see them yeah, live. Same. 
Yeah. I got I went I was at Glastonbury. I think it was Glastonbury or it was Leeds. One of the two. And they were playing. <laughs> and this massive cat fiend who was like six foot forever in front of me with a massive tribal tattoo and a sunburn that made it look like a leather couch. Like <laughs> he just stood right in front of the entire time, like arms wide person wide i didn't see shit i was so upset uh, i was so mad uh, ben white did you did you like it after hearing it again oh it's great yeah it's a lot of fun yeah yeah i mean yeah. i couldn't really remember it because i don't remember things do i no but um <laughs> it it was yeah it was really good it was like it, because i had heard it before i was like is this a Foo fighters song <laughs> but no it was fun and it wasn't exactly the same as Foo fighters it was a no. nice amount of different and yeah. it was it was fun yeah it was cool do we yeah, do we have any great. favorite tracks um the second one about petrol petrol cb petrol cb maybe maybe that one and i like yeah i like the later instrumental one too yeah um, winnebago oh. yeah there's lots of good stuff it's like not worse than the foo fighters stuff from like 20 years after necessarily some of it mm. like you don't you don't like hear i don't know it's a thing with that maybe i don't know how you develop in that style necessarily because sometimes they haven't some is well good like What's, mm. Is it Wasting Light? Like, yeah. Wasting Light is definitely a better yeah. record than that. Yeah. But, like, I think the rest of it's just taste. Like, yeah. which is really interesting. It's really cool that at, like, literally our age, he was smashing this out and then. Yeah. And, and then kept back on the road with Nirvana. Yeah, and and sure. kept enjoying yeah. it. And he's having a great time. He seems to he love really it. Is. I'm so happy. Yeah, he really is. And it's yeah. more apparent that he loves it on this, I think. That's the thing that. Mm. Oh, interesting. Is nice to hear. Fair. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, I think it's because he didn't need to. He was already in a very successful like day job with the biggest band in the world at the time, and was just like, "I'm just gonna do this." He's so do this. I mean, maybe, but he's bigger now. I would yeah, say he's much more secure true. now. Surely. Yeah, yeah. I uh, when I made my album for my band, um, I listened to this almost religiously, as well as like a bunch of other demos by like Queens of the Stone Age and a few other different bands. And like hmm. I really liked the whole lo-fi like cassette track sound and the whole cassette hiss that you hear. And this this album really inspired me quite an amount for a lot yeah. of music that I've written in the past. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Awesome. Um, nice. Can we put that in the recommended listening playlist? Let's do it. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Is uh, that what you're trying list. to get out here, Will? Yeah, I was thinking if we could just like talk more about my band instead of this David guy, <laughs> that'd be quite nice. Okay, I'll, re I'll recommend an album that sounds very like yours. How about <laughs> the Jet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I was I was between um, Milk and whatever the dog's called. Pokey the little puppy. Yeah. No one went for throwing needles. That's that's interesting. That was in my that was in my top few. I think yeah. Milk. Look overall. Um, do we have anything else we want to talk about? The next album. Yeah. Oh, my si my sister rang me. Um, <laughs> she has a request for for an album that we should do. She wants us to review Blur, The Great Escape, because that was her first ever album purchase. Aww. So later down the line, if we don't do a, a, um, a recommended episode, then that'll be my next choice. But oh, that's for nice. time. That's on next month, you know. Anyway... So that's, that's Spoilers. that. Spoilers. <laughs> you can have that one for free. Get lots of listening in, everyone. You're going to come... <laughs> Get all my facts ready. listened to it a lot more times yeah. than we will have done. Yeah. 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 Depending on if we really like it. But... Do you want to do some plugs, Chris? <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> yeah, do some plugs. Talk about the merch. <laughs> Still out of merch. It's if you would like to... Do. <laughs> if you would like to So we've got a tiny desk. Oh my God, stop talking about <laughs> <laughs> 
If you would like to find us on social media, we are at thealbumclub.pod on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter, The Album Club. Remember it this week. And you can also email us at thealbumclub.pod at gmail.com. And um, yeah, I'm going to pass over to Ben. How about let's do let's do something really different. I think that's going to be the way to go. Let's go Excellent. for Wise Blood Titanic Rising, which I've never heard any of you mention, which I've, I've, I've no idea is, what it is. Fair enough. It's not spelled how you'd expect then. W-E-Y-E-S is how you spell W-E-Y-E-S. wise. Like kind of like ways. Oh, wise. Oh, I've, and then the rest seen, of it's this, expect. I've seen this. Um... It's a fantastic Ooh. album cover, isn't it? And I've it? listened, I've listened to bits pretty. of it. Uh, this is Have chamber you? pop stuff. Oh, it's from Sub Pop. That's kind of oh, cool. That, so it's not as unrelated as I was hoping. Hey. <laughs> that's a really fr- that's a free line that I did not intend on. But yeah, Sub Pop are pretty wide now, aren't they? Um, but yeah, I, I didn't intend on like telling you loads about it. I think you should just listen to it. But um, yeah, I think I think we will. Yeah, if not, if you have heard it, and if Jack's maybe heard a little bit, then yeah. cool. Let's go with that one. Why not? Excellent. That's I'm excited. Sounds fun. It looks very pretty. Yeah, she's um. What do you think's going on in the album cover? Uh, from this incredibly small Spotify it's so picture. intriguing, isn't it? I see a 1990s bedroom. Look at that. Look at that PDA on the on the desk there. Yeah. What? She looks like she's trying to be an underwater Kate Bush. Yeah, she's built her bedroom in a swimming pool for that album cover. That's oh, wow. Happening. I'm pretty, pretty confident <laughs> that that's what's going on there. That's why it looks a bit off. It's because it's in a swimming pool. <laughs> that's kind of Which is so good. It looks so cool. It. Like, that's crazy. I don't know if that's, like, a replica of her bedroom or if that's, like, a fictional bedroom, but, like, yeah, that is all real. Like, that's she's constructed that mental. to take a photo nice. underwater. I love cool. it. Um, and it just, like, looks weird and blurry at the top because of it's cool. It's a good, it's good image. And you're, like, yeah, looking nice. at it, like, it's an intriguing one, isn't it? Most yeah. album covers you, like, see and you're like, okay, cool, got it. I know what's going on there. Whereas <laughs> that one, you're like, wait, what? Um, but yeah, cool. That's all I have to say on that, I reckon. Exciting stuff. Tune in soon, everybody. Yeah. Find out what we think of Wise Blood Titanic Rising. Thank you, and we shall speak to you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Speak to you next week. Bye. Bye, everybody. I really need a wee. Bye. <laughs>